Well, hello and welcome. Thanks for joining me. This is Ross Jones, your business coach with my weekly podcast show, Bold Business Bits, coming to you from Yorkshire. This is where I have a great conversation with a phenomenal female business boss. We share some of the bold stuff they do, lessons they've learned, adversities they've overcome and the fun they have. And then I'll be dipping into my toolkit and sharing a top tip. Business can be lonely, so make sure you join us each week and be part of our show. Hello and welcome to episode 18 of my Bold Business Bits podcast show. This is Ros Jones and this week I'm joined by my guest Sarah Johnson of Homes for Harrogate. Sarah tells about her amazing journey from law graduate to appearing on Sky's Property Question Time. She's always been ambitious and is a great believer in the law of attraction. She tells how the best money she ever spent was on business coaching and enjoys jigsaws and bubble bath to unwind. So listen on to hear Sarah's amazing story, this phenomenal female business boss in Yorkshire. Listen on. So hello and welcome to Ross Jones' Bold Business Bits podcast show. Today I'm joined by Sarah Johnson of Homes for Harrogate. Sarah, welcome. Hello. Hello. Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure. So Sarah, you come highly recommended and so I was really keen to speak with you on my podcast show and to hear about your business journey. And I understand you've only been in business two years? Two years this June, yeah. Okay, so happy anniversary. Thank you very much. What made you set up as a letting agency? Because I know that's not your background. No, so originally my background is law. It's done me a world of favours with tenancy agreements, legal legislation. I wouldn't be where I am without it, but it just wasn't for me. I like to be out and about meeting people, not stuck behind a desk all day. So I spent eight years working for other local letting agents in Harrogate. Always been quite ambitious. I worked up from lettings negotiator to assistant manager to manager. There are ways that I think particularly, I think there are ways that maybe more traditional letting agents could do things more effectively. So I always had that in mind and it was when a, a coach actually said to me that I could set up on my own. She said that there was, you know, I was more than capable of doing it. That gave me the confidence to think, right, let's get serious about it and let's let's do it. So that's great. So how about, so you started off in law. So did you actually get to practice law? No. So I did my law degree, my okay. legal professional course, and then I went to work as a paralegal in Manchester. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very difficult to get a training contract. There's a lot of people out there with a law degree. So that was quite difficult. No, so I didn't. I didn't actually practice law. And so, what took you from law, from a legal degree, into working for a letting agency? What was the what was what was the step that took you there? So I came back from Manchester, back to Harrogate, which is where I'm from. I got a job in a bar, a local bar, very very nice one. The hours were not weren't for me. A lot of hours, lots of pressure, which is probably no different to what I'm doing now. And then I decided to go travelling because it wasn't what I wanted to do. My dad's got rental property, so I've always had a bit of an interest in property. But to be honest, I needed a job. So I went to work for that, really enjoyed it. I see. And carried on working up. Okay. And it and was that the... So this the business mentor speaking with you, that was the trigger that made you set it by yourself? Or did, had you been thinking about it before? I did already have a folder in my house of plans to set up my uh-huh. home estate agency. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I didn't because I was obviously going to have a bigger high street office, lots of staff. I would definitely have bankrupted myself <laughs> within a few months. The Yes, she was, the, I decided that I was 
wanting to weigh him higher. I felt that I'd reached a ceiling in the company I was in. I got quite frustrated and I didn't feel I had any other option. But actually, when she told me I was capable, something in my brain just said, come on, you, you can do this. Somebody's told you that you can do this. Right. And that, that was it. It's interesting, isn't it? As women, sometimes we have to be given permission to do something. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I've got a constant guilt. I always feel guilty about things. You know, owning your own business, I feel guilty if I take time off to go and do some well-being or look after myself. I feel a lot of pressure and I feel like I do. One is I'm very academic and I feel unless I've got a certificate in something, Mm -hmm. I, I feel like that justifies I know what I'm doing. So I love to study and get certificates. But yes, I feel like I need somebody telling me I can do it. Yeah. But wow, what a journey. So two years later, where where's the business at now, Sarah? So Homes for Harrogate's going great. I've got a part-time member of staff now, Petra. She works part-time with me. She's she's amazing. She does a lot of what I do. Great. We're managing 50 managed properties at the minute. Wow. Uh, we've dealt with about 120 in total because some of those have been tenant find only where landlords want to look after the property. The reputation is is amazing. We've got so many great reviews and word of mouth and it's going exactly where I want it to and I'm so grateful every day and so pleased that I, that I did it. It's the best thing I've ever done. What's been your proudest moment so far? Gosh, there's so many. Um, it's it's weird because we have won, we've won awards and for, for a company that's only two years old, that's that's amazing. We've been nominated and we actually won one through Rightmove. But actually my proudest moment is when I'll go move a tenant in at the property and they just say thank you you've been so helpful it's the best experience we've had and to me I'm thankful every time I move somebody in and, the, and you can just tell that they're really pleased with the service you've got yeah what so tell a bit tell us a bit there's, there's lots of letting agents and, I, and I've met some and, and I guess there's loads in Harrogate in particular but what makes you different what makes you stand out why do people come to you rather than somebody else down the road I think in this day and age, it's all about people and I genuinely care about my business, my clients. Um, I'm one of those people that no way on earth would I ever let myself do something badly. I wouldn't, I'd rather not try in the first place. And I think that the personal service and that somebody really caring is, is what works. I think tenants don't always feel that the letting agent care about them. They care more about the landlord possibly. I think landlords sometimes feel like a number. I think the fact that I'm meeting the tenants at viewings, I'm doing the referencing, I'm moving them in, I'm doing the inspections, I'm doing the checkout, and the landlord knows they can come to me, and I've been there every step of the way, is very reassuring. They don't have to speak to lots of different members of staff. They know and trust in me that I'm going to look after it for them as if it was my own. I I often tell my clients I wouldn't move a tenant into one of their properties if I wouldn't move them into one of my own. Mm -hmm. I I don't just want to fill them and get paid. I I would, you know, there's nowhere for me to hide. Yeah. So it sounds like the business is built very much around you, Sarah. Is that fair to say? Yes. Yes, I would say so. So what about, so I'm a business coach. And what I teach my clients is that a real business is a commercial profitable enterprise that works without you having to be there yes so what's your plans going forward if you don't mind me asking so that is the aim as much as I love dealing with my tenants boiler problems and (laughs) leaking dishwashers it isn't where I see me being in 15 years time we've I've already started the process Petra's come on board now Mm -hmm. we've done a lot of social media posts introducing Petra to everybody yeah I'm introducing her to my landlords my tenants she's proving very popular everybody everybody loves her 
she hasn't got a lettings background, so I'm training her exactly how Homes for Harrogate likes to work, Yeah, which is great. And she's doing the things that I'm doing, so eventually she will have her own new clients and tenants yeah, yeah. that possibly might not have spoken to me, they might have spoken only to Petra. Right, yeah. And that's how we're going to grow. We're going to have somebody dealing with their own set of clients um, as opposed to having, say, its own department, the own maintenance department, accounts department. I'm going to have more sort okay. of portfolio managers. Oh, yeah, okay, I like that idea. And how did Petra come into your life? I was advertising for staff. So I used a online site looking for her. She applied. She came in to see me, and I just I just knew immediately that she was she was just right for the company. She's got an amazing can-do attitude, very friendly, very eager to learn. Her dad's an architect. She's from Hungary originally. Her dad's an architect, so she's always had a passion for property, and she's just she's she's just taken to it like a duck to water. She's amazing. Fabulous. And we were talking earlier about the law of attraction, this amazing law that says that what you ask for, what you put out there, you will get, you will receive. So that sounds like a great example of that actually happening. What do you think? Definitely. Without a doubt, I believe very strongly in the law of attraction and I sort of knew what sort of person I wanted for the role and who. And I think if you visualise what you want, it it happens it happens all the time for me and i'm completely grateful for it but if i really set my mind on what i want and where i want to be whether then i'm making that happen or it or it comes to me it's it's definitely true i believe in it 100% mm. yeah it's uncanny the way the world works <laughs> it's an amazing thing and what about your so you, you know you started off with well, when you set up your business presumably you had no clients so how have you managed to attract your clients to your your landlords and your tenants it was me my laptop and my lounge was uh, it was a very scary place but it's the most fun I think I've ever had I sometimes miss those days Mm. sat in my lounge Mm. doing a video blog to attract landlords I gave a lot of advice and I still do so I love to to give advice to people we do video blogs written blogs hold property events it was a lot of writing blogs doing a video blog a lot of social media my business wouldn't have wouldn't have managed without social media and a lot of networking so yeah networking any particular one or several I tried everything to begin with (laughs) I had a lot of time on my hands yeah Mm -hmm. Harrogate luckily is a very small place and you sort of everybody sort of knows everybody and good word travels it's a great town for it and I think you go to a lot of networking events you see a lot of the same people you build a lot of trust and relationships with people and that has just spread and I had a lot I was very lucky I had a lot of support on social media a lot of people sharing things liking things the support's been amazing and I definitely couldn't have done it without all the people in my life that have helped me fabulous and what about business coaching because it feels to me that you well I would have guessed you must have used a business coach somewhere along the line Again, the law of attraction brought somebody into my life. I went to a property investors network meeting, Mm -hmm. which is one of the networking events that I go to, and they let me do the lettings update for landlords. I went to my very first one, very shy, very scared, very alone. And there was a lady called Sally Lawson doing a presentation. She used to be the ARLA president. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She used to be the ARLA president, uh, who's our regulatory body. And she was doing a, a talk on how she started in lettings in her 20s and how she built her agency and she was giving away a free pass 
ticket to her one-day event. So I went. That turned into four three-day residentials with groups of other letting agents. And the course was entitled How to Start, Run and Build Your Own Letting Agency. Oh, perfect. It was the best money I've ever spent. And I speak to her about it and I say, I couldn't have done it without you. And she said... I was the one that put it into practice and not everybody always does. Absolutely. So you have to go away and, and do the work. Yeah. But again, I love to study and, and I love I loved it. I, I thrive on things like that. Yeah. And I say to people that you have to learn before you earn. Yeah. So the only place apparently that earn comes before learn is in the dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, we have to learn before we earn. So fantastic. Big believer in yeah. that. Yeah. And you read a book. You you read a lot, don't you? Yes, the every day. I think stuff. it helps me switch off. Yeah. Because obviously we'll all know as business owners, our minds never stop. Yes, absolutely. Well, what about the other thing is that, and I'm always not just reading books and applying what, you, what you've read, what you've learned, but stepping up out of your comfort zone. So there must have been, to, to grow as a person and a business, there must have been times when you've actually had to get out of your comfort zone. What kind of things have you had to do? I'm one of those people that believes nothing good grows in your comfort zone Mm -hmm. and the more I can be out of it, the more I will grow as a person. I am constantly making myself do things I don't want to do just so to get over that. I used to suffer a lot from panic attacks and anxiety. Oh, wow, okay. Um, I actually went on an NHS course. I couldn't leave my flat at one point. This was a long time ago, about Mm -hmm. 10, 15 years ago. And I went on a lot of uh, CBT training and they tell you not to give into your brain and to make yourself do things that you're not comfortable doing because that's the only way you will get over it. So obviously (laughs) quitting my job with no clients and no income was was quite uncomfortable but very exciting. And sometimes when I get the feeling of anxiety, the tingles, the sweat, it's actually, if I think about it, I'm purely excited. Yeah. That helps. I had a massive fear of public speaking. Wow. And I went to hypnotherapy for that. Mm-hmm. Now I will stand up in front of meetings and give a lettings update or I'll hold my own events or I went on Sky's Property Question Time. or On Sky? Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. How was that? That was amazing. Went down to London for the day to film with a couple of other experts in property and we were giving advice to callers. Obviously, I specialised in the lettings. It was an amazing experience. And the law of attraction brought that to me because I went to a right move uh, seminar on my own just grabbing a coffee and a lady asked me to pass her a napkin I said oh hello I'm Sarah because I was there on my own and she said oh hi I'm so and so and I'm the presenter for Sky's Property Question Time swapped cards and that's how I ended up on Sky oh wow so did you get in touch with her yes oh fantastic so you seize the opportunity and that's what it's all about as well had she not got coffee at the same time as me it would never have happened yeah oh wow I love these stories this is fantastic Sarah so what's next for you what is the end in mind for you so at the moment, so going into year three, which mm-hmm. I'm very excited to say, is carry on growing what I've got in Harrogate, carry on giving that great service to more landlords, helping as many more people as we can, training Petra up. The plan is that I'm hoping within the next six months she'll be full-time as we take on more clients. So building that, then um, I've actually registered homes for York and homes for Leeds. Wow. So the plan mm. will be is once Harrogate's up and running and everything's everything's smooth and, and r- can possibly uh, survive without me for a couple of days a week, I will take my laptop over to York or Leeds and I will set up and I will do exactly what I did in Harrogate over there. Yeah. We currently look after a property in Leeds and one in York. So at the minute it's all under the homes of Harrogate Umbrella, but they will get split yeah. out. Yeah. Still obviously under my watchful eye. 
and we'll start doing that. I have thought about potentially franchising the company. Mm-hmm. So Homes 4 will be the franchise? Yes. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the, that's the plan yeah. um, at the minute, but we all know that plans change and evolve and mm-hmm. adapt. I would eventually one day like to go into other agents and help them streamline and modernise like I have. We're very paperless. We're very social media focused. We don't need a high street office. I would love to go in and consult on other agents that possibly need mm, my help yeah. a bit further down the line. I know we've talked about what makes you different in terms of what landlords and tenants can get from you, but what about you? So you're a woman setting up a lettings agents. You've recruited a woman. What about the, um, what do you think, what's your views or your experience about women letting agents business? Because it feels to me, and, and, I, and I don't use them myself, but it just feels to me like that whole area is quite male dominated. What's your experience? Um, Harrogate specific. Uh, It is a very male-dominated town. Um, It is quite intimidating to be a woman in a male-dominated industry. I also think it sets me apart. Mm -hmm. I have experienced sexism. Mm -hmm. And I think as a woman setting your own business up on your own, you know, I'm single. I work on my own. It's, It's been a tough place to be. I've been told I'm intense before, whereas I would say it was possibly just ambition, driven, I'm not sure any of those men would get called intense. Mm. Um, it, it is tough, but I am, maybe I am intense. I am I am ambitious and I am driven. And I always think, what's the worst that can happen? If I if this business hadn't have worked, I could just have gone and got another job somewhere. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes you have to risk everything, but it was a calculated risk. So. Yeah. And what about, so being intense, yeah, that's cool. Driven, ambitious, intense. What about, what do you do to have fun? Fun? To let you hear. Working is, this is fun to me. I love, I love doing stuff like this. Well, that's great too, to love what you do. I do, I do. It's, it's my baby. I'm, I'm very passionate about it. I'm very lucky. I'm one of those people that can do something they love to do. And I've been, I'm so grateful that I get to do it every day. Yeah. Um, I've realised two years in, it's probably time I started thinking about my well-being good mm-hmm. i tend to to work eight till six every day network on an evening six days a week i don't want to burn out and i want to give the best i can give to my clients so i do yoga yeah meditation i've just joined a gym so swimming gym classes anything that helps my mind switch off yeah i don't normally like to tell people this but i love a jigsaw okay yeah i love a jigsaw a bit of mindfulness over yeah. a jigsaw you can sit and do a jigsaw mm. and an hour's passed and you don't even think it's just yeah. it is complete mindfulness yeah reading yeah lots of bubble yeah. baths yeah excellent and i was just, my question was really what do you do to balance your life out but i guess that's what you do yeah yes definitely as I, I see a lot of friends i'm quite i'm a very social person so spending time with friends family and trying to look after myself a bit because i always put myself last mm. my business definitely comes first but then I need to be on my top form for my business to keep doing what yeah. it's doing. Yeah, absolutely. And what would be, I like to ask this question to my guests, Sarah. So if I'm a woman wanting to set up my business by myself, what one piece of advice would you give me? The best thing, and this is what still makes me happy most days, I've, I've been for a couple of coffee meetings this morning, I could not have done it without fellow like-minded individuals. I think it's very tough 
we all know it's going to be tough when you set a business up. I thought it was going to be tough for different reasons. I thought I'd be worried about the bills, the money, which obviously don't get me wrong, you do worry about. But actually, you, you sometimes you realise that maybe, and I don't want to be unfair to them, but sometimes your friends or your family who are in employment don't quite understand what a lonely place it can be if yeah. you're a woman setting a business up on your own. I The networking is, is great. I meet so many people like me. You can go for a coffee and a chat. And they understand and they're there for you. And I've made so many friends and connections through networking. And I would say go and network and meet people because they will be your support. Yeah, yeah. Sound advice indeed. Well, it's been fantastic speaking with you, Sarah. Thank you so much for participating on my podcast show and uh, all the best for the next years ahead. Thank you very much for having me. It's been great. In our conversation, Sarah mentioned that the trigger for her to finally take the plunge to set up her own business was when her business coach assured her that she was very capable of doing this. Isn't that interesting? She'd been getting everything together at home, but it was as if she needed that affirmation in her abilities from an external body, that encouragement to give herself permission to do what she really wanted to do. And that's when the job of a coach, I think, to inspire confidence and self-belief in others. It's very easy to think that we're not good enough to compare ourselves with others without actually really knowing the real history and inner battles of those others or to wait till some perfect conditions align before we dare put ourselves out there. Of course, we need more than confidence and reassurance. In business, there's a lot to learn. It's fair enough being good at what we do, being the technician, But if we want to build a business, especially a profitable one that works without you having to be there, which is a true definition of a business, otherwise you just have a job, of course. If you really want to build a profitable business, you've got to be more than just a technician. You have to be willing to learn new things, know how to plan, know your numbers, manage yourself and your time, be great at marketing and sales, know how to put in your systems, to recruit, be a great manager and leader, to build and retain highly effective teams, all these things. You need to be able to let go of the reins and delegate and let your team have the head. And the list goes on. It's no wonder so many people give up or stay as a technician or just be mediocre or even go bust. That's where a business coach is worth more than their weight in gold. I teach and coach my business owner clients to build their business step by step in a systematic structured way using tools and techniques from my toolkit that are based on the world's number one business coaching firm, Action Coach. It's all about taking action and being willing to hold yourself accountable to doing the things you commit to doing with a business coach at your shoulder, advising, helping you deal with interference, encouraging and holding you to account while having fun at the same time. To me, it's a no brainer and you'd be crazy not to. Remember though, while I guarantee results, I don't do the work for you. If you're interested in exploring how coaching with me could help you in your business, be more than you are right now, I'd recommend getting in touch for a free, no obligation, completely confidential conversation. I believe we're all capable of more. A business coach makes that so much easier and so much more fun. So give me a call on 0781 864 Thanks for listening. This has been your Ross Jones Bold Business Bits podcast show. 
If you'd like any further information about anything we've discussed today, please just get in touch. Go to businesscoachingyorkshire.co.uk. Please join me again next week when I'll be speaking with another phenomenal female business boss with bold business bits. And remember to subscribe to my show. Thanks for listening.